Welcome to the Dag Hewitt Mills podcast. Dag Hewitt Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Hewitt Mills. Let us pray. Dear Lord, thank you for the great blessing we have to be here tonight and for the great privilege we have to be in your presence. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus that you speak to our hearts and let your will be done in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your great blessing in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. That I may dwell in your house, O Lord, my King, all the days of my life, I want to gaze upon the beauty. One thing I ask, Lord, one thing I ask, this one thing I see, that I may dwell in your house, O oh Lord, my King, oh, all the days of my life, I want to gaze upon the beauty. I fix my eyes on you, Lord.
just one thing I ask. One thing, one thing. One thing Turn with me to Genesis 37.
thank you so much for a chance to sing and worship you Lord thank you for your blessing your love for us we thank you in Jesus name Amen alright the title of my message tonight is Onan Onan O-N-A-N Onan. Hmm? Onan. How many want to know what Onan is about? <laughs> all right. Are you all grown ups in the house tonight? Are there children in the church? And I've, and I've changed my message. Mercy. Okay. Genesis 38. I said 37, but it's 38. And it came to pass at that time that Judah went down from his brethren and turned into a certain um, Adulamite, whose name was Hira. And Judah saw there a daughter of a certain Canaanite, whose name was Shua. And he took her and went, went in unto her. And she conceived and bare a son. And he called his name Er. Everybody say Er. er. Are you there with me? Verse 3. Verse 4. And she conceived again and bare a son. And she called his name Onan. Have you seen Onan? <laughs> okay. And she yet again conceived and bare a son and called his name Shelah. Shelah. And he was at Chezib. 
when she bare him. Are you there? Verse 6. And Judah took a wife for her, his firstborn. Allow your father to choose your wife for you. <laughs> Judah took a wife for his son. Amen. And Er, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord slew him. Mercy. Turn, hold your hand there and turn to Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Ecclesiastes chapter 7. I just want to finish with this point here. It says, Be not overmuch wicked. Verse 17. Now, have you found Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 17? Be not. Eh? Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 17. Be not overmuch wicked, neither be thou foolish. Why shouldest thou die before thy time? Don't be wicked. Amen. And also don't be foolish. Why should you die before your time? What do you think? Wickedness and foolishness. But principally we are looking at wickedness because air was wicked. And the Lord slew him. Mercy. Now. So we'll make a comment on air. But we are principally talking about Onan. And Judah said unto Onan. After air was dead. Remember Onan was the second born. Go in. I'm talking about the underground church. So my subject is Onan in the underground church. Onan in the underground church. Are you there? <laughs> Onan in the underground church. What do you think? Are you getting it right? So there are several Onans in the church. So we want to see Onan tonight. It's a short message, but it's important. Amen. Now, Judah said unto Onan, Go into thy brother's wife and marry her and raise up seed to thy brother. Because if he were to marry her, the children that she would have would be heirs' children, not Onan's children, according to the law. So whatever children she has when he marries her are not for Onan, but are for heir. Do you get the message? <laughs> It's quite strange, isn't it? It doesn't look strange today. The whole thing looks unusual. But it's part of the Christianity. Okay. And Judah said unto Onan, Go into thy brother's wife and marry her and raise up seed to thy brother. Onan knew that the seed should not be his. Verse 9. And it came to pass when he went in unto his brother's wife, that he spilled it on the ground. 
lest that he should give seed to his brother. Oh, no. <laughs> Verse 10. Onan in the underground church. And the thing which he did displeased the Lord, wherefore he slew him also. Then said Judah to Tamar, his daughter-in-law, Remain a widow at thy father's house, till Shelah, my son, be grown. He was very young. He had not yet reached puberty. <laughs> For he said, Lest peradventure he die also, because all those who have married Tamar have died. As his brethren did. And Tamar went and dwelt in her father's house. The rest of the story is not concerning us today but you can read it if you like amen so i'm sharing about onan in the underground church hallelujah but first i want to make a comment about air the wicked um guy wickedness is not good what is wickedness when you, sh- you show people. Do you, you, you get what I'm saying? I don't really know how to define wickedness. But when you show people. Huh, can anybody help me with the English language? It's like you do wicked things. You do him. And you make him suffer painfully the person experiences your wickedness do you see it also means a lack of kindness human kindness i remember one time i was in the uh, labor ward and then a woman was delivering when she delivered there was a whole tear they were trying to sew it and um, there was a female nurse there, and then a male nurse, but a female one was in charge. I was a student, so I was, I was supposed to observe a certain number at Ridge Hospital. So when they were sewing this woman, they took a very, very big needle, which I had not seen them using on a human being before unless some very big something you know anyway horse I thought they use on a horse and the woman was screaming she was screaming so the male guy said let us give the woman anesthetic that is an injection that will make her not feel the pain and the woman said no so she was showing the woman live without any anesthetic. Huh? As Sister Air. <laughs> so 
at a point, you could see that the guy did not agree with what the woman was doing. So something happened and she turned and had to do something else for a few seconds. The guy took, it was like I was watching a film. He rushed, he took a needle, he put into the anesthetic, threw out some, then even his hand to just injected the one, pressed the thing, quick, and then threw the needle away. Before the woman turned around and came back to continue. And I was looking, I was saying that, why? Are you suing somebody without anesthesia? And you are also a woman. Wicked, wicked. Eh? Oh, you don't understand the message. I mean, what you are doing is painful to somebody. Some people, they have got a house help. And the way you treat this little boy or little girl, if you were the human being being spoken to like that, eh, and being treated like nothing, come on, villager, they're useless, you are, uh, uh, what do you call it, nonsense, this, that, that, then you're punishing the person, you not eat. Till, you not eat till uh, tonight or you not eat whatever or you give the person food without meat or without and you are stra- I mean wicked wicked no think about you yourself wicked the Bible said the Lord slew him because he was wicked I mean this one there is so clear in the Bible he was wicked so the Lord killed him it's like a horse. When you have a horse which is wicked, you kill it. Because a horse that... One day I went to the stable, I saw somebody, his, all this place was off. So what there was a horse called High High. High High. H-I-H-I. High High. You see the horse small standing there. When you go and stand there, you are looking at the horse. The horse open him. And he beat the guy's mouth. <laughs> Wicked horse. <laughs> uh, uh, the horse. <laughs> so the horse is wicked. When you have a wicked horse, we usually kill them. Give him injection to sleep. Then we take it to the zoo and we give it to the lions. Yeah, when the horse is dead, we first place to the zoo for the lions. You sell it to the zoo, and then they will, they will buy it. The lions will eat it right now. Right now. So God also saw a wicked person in the system, and he gave him an injection, and he died. Don't be wicked. Secondary school. You see the people. You are in form two. And you have power over form one. You should see them. Wickedness. And some of you, you were very wicked when you were in school. 
Christ has saved you and you are looking as if you are gentle in the church but you are very wicked when you got somebody under you and there was someone who did not have power but was under you it wasn't easy just because you had power air was wicked and the Lord slew him wickedness will cause you to die early You will never die early in Jesus' name. Yeah. Hey, you will receive it to you. I'll tell you something, something. Yeah. Yeah. All wickedness is being cured tonight in Jesus' name. Yeah. You are giving somebody punishment, right? I will never do that again 2,000 times. Psalm 119. You write it 500 times. Write Psalm 119 500 times. <laughs> Wicked. When we were in school, all kinds of punishments. <laughs> wickedness air was wicked and the Lord slew him all of you who were wicked in boarding school tonight you must repent and you must not say you are not wicked it's those who were under you who can say that you were wicked me I, I will never forget the wicked people that I, I will never for, I have forgiven them but I will never forget them There was a guy he used to punish me in particular yeah and sometimes you come and you see me in the toilets scrubbing 11 p.m midnight i'm alone everybody's asleep this guy as long as he's awake learning he has given me this way I should scrap all the toilets and all the shower. Why? Because when he came to my bed, I was standing by the bed. I was not lying on the bed. <laughs> After 9 p.m. When they when they burned the bed, kek, 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 lights out. Then he came straight. Ah, come. He what mills, follow me. <laughs> he what mills, follow me. I will never I remember one night. And when I, I was Grab the place, clean showers, toilet, everything. And I'll go and call him to come. I finished. He's punished me to scrub the whole bathroom for the whole house. 100 and 200 people. So I've, I've scrubbed all. Then I'll go and call him. He'll come. He had three legs like this. He'll come walking. <laughs> when he comes, listen. When he comes, when he comes there, if the, the, when he enters the bathroom, maybe the shower and the toilet starts from here. Do you see? It starts from here. You can see them from here. As he comes in, and I'll be following him, as he comes in, when he gets here, before he even looks at the he will say, no work done, no work done, no work done, no work done. Get to the job, get to the job. He was knows, get to the job. I plan, I said, this guy, 
one day I will be a doctor and he will come to me I will kill him in the consulting room I will give him an injection that he will die but because of Christ I have forgotten I have forgiven him amen but you see wickedness comes when you have power like some of these politicians and they have power you see how they kill people and how they will arrest people's fathers people's uncles people's children and slaughter them oh when the wickedness in the human being comes out it's not a small thing you know, and you must, anybody who has power, if you are a madam, eh? if you are a boss, if you are in charge, if you have power over another human being, be very careful. Because that is when you will use power. And it is only when you have power that we can see wickedness. Yeah, it's only when you are in, in charge, you have authority, that's when you see wickedness in people. You will sack somebody as you know this person is going. He has no livelihood. He has no hope. Even as you are dealing with the person, you know that this, what you are doing, you are changing somebody's life forever. Be very careful. Sometimes you have to do, but as you are doing, think about it very well. I'm robbers coming to people's house to steal all that they have worked for years and years and years and years. Then you come one day and you collect everything away. The person is dead naked. Hey, be careful. The Bible says, air was wicked and the Lord slew him. You come, you kill somebody. Somebody's father. I know a man, Ambrobes came to his house and they shot him in the leg. From that day, the guy went mad. Oh, he was a normal. I don't used to talk to him all the time. He became, he went mad. Because, you see, it's a very traumatic experience. So, wickedness. And a lot of us here, there's wickedness in. Only that we haven't had power before. It's true. It's true. That's why they always say, you know, there must be democracy. So that no one has too much power. Because as soon as you have to move, you can just drive here, call. You just drive with a GPS, call the pastor or whoever, come into the car, and you are off. You will see the person again. My mother-in-law was telling me, said that when Nkrumah was in power, there was a time, I think some people were routing against what? What, were, what was they? What were they? Huh? Railways. The, 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 the unions and so on. They, 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 they railways. They said, they, they want to see Kwame Nkrumah to have that partition. This, that. Oh, Nkrumah welcomed them. He sat down. They breakfast. They had breakfast. They came. Breakfast. They sat down with them. Listen to this, 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 this. this. See, this is what the workers this, this. Listen to everything. Fine. Finish. When it finishes, you may go. They went out this door. They were not seen again. Look, 
they somewhere in the north, somewhere put to the north, some anomabo, different prisons all over. <laughs> Till the day Kuma was overthrown. <laughs> that was the end of the he listened quietly to all that they had to say. They just passed through this door. Where they came from, they never went through that place again. <laughs> He listened to have breakfast serve them quietly. Some of these quiet people, they are very wicked. And they just said, Thank you, all your petition, everything we have heard, everything. So you may go to the north. Some were taking Tamale prison, here prison, and Omabodi. They were distributed all over. They never saw daylight again till Nkrumah was overthrown and they were released. So, ladies and gentlemen, wickedness is not a good thing. So, all of you who have power, you are a madam, you are a boss, eh? you are an employer, you are in charge, you have people with, you have power. That's why sometimes God will take his time before he gives somebody authority. Because when the person has authority, he can do so many things. And sometimes, just with the house help, the way your wickedness has come, if God were to raise you up, what will happen? Mercy. Anyway, Onan in the underground church. It's a very short message. God had given Onan seeds that were in him. And instead of Onan, when it was time to plant the seed, in the right place he went and spilled the seeds on the floor when God saw that the seed that he had given him he didn't go and put it at the right place that was it. God was angry with him and slew him that's the word of God all of us have seeds that have been planted in us look if you've come to this church before a seed has been planted in you. Amen. Yeah. And the seed, you will not even know how many seeds are in you till you even try. You see, if you've never had sex before, you don't know what it's about. And when you have sex for the first time, you will discover so many seeds are available all the time. <laughs> Oh, you don't understand the message. Yeah. Should I stop preaching? Wait a second. I should preach it in the basement. So then, you find out that God has put in you a seed. And if you do not use the seed and place it where God intends it to be placed, you can be in danger of being another Onan. He spilled it on the ground, and the thing which he did displeased the Lord. Wherefore, he slew him. It will be interesting. This whole chapter is about Onan and what happened. Because at the end of the chapter, he did not give the last boy to the woman to give a seed. And the woman went and covered herself, pretended to be a prostitute. And Judah himself was passing by. His wife had just died. He was very sad. And when he saw 
this prostitute, he went unto her. And when he went in unto her, he planted seed which, he, he had, which worked. And he delivered twins. Out of those twins, Perez and Perez or so, Perez and another guy, Z- Z- Zerah. Out of those twins, Jesus Christ came the line. If you look, if you read Matthew, you will see that, that line, Judah. Judah's two sons. Jesus Christ. So it's like there was an important seed that Tamar was supposed to receive. And somebody was refusing to plant the seed. The seed of Christ himself. Because that was Judah's son. And, and, and he was going to come from the tribe of Judah anyway. And so in the end, God had to offer. I said, all oh, these things, they look like chance. And I mean, as if the whole world is there. There's not even one chance anywhere in anybody's life. There's not even five seconds of chance. It was this same Judah. When uh, they, are, they caught uh, uh, Joseph and they put him in a well. Reuben, the oldest, he went somewhere. And when he was away, it was this Judah who said, Judah, when you read about Judah said, why should we kill him? Let's sell him. It's like an idea. But it was not an idea. Before, when Abraham was there, God told Abraham, your seed will surely be in captivity for 400 years. So this behavior of Judah... And how he even said, Joseph, go here, this and all those things was a divine thing that you would think somebody is misbehaving or somebody is some way. But it's actually God who is doing something. There is no chance in your life at all. Just to the moment you are sitting here. God is in charge. And he has given all of us a seed. If you like. If you like. If you like, don't plant it. Or if you like, spill it. Will you die with your seed? What are, the, what are your seeds? Your sermons that you never preached. I said your sermons that you never preached. Because of one reason or another. Many times it's because we don't get glory from it. Maybe if you are in a big church, it looks like the pastor will, be, will get glory, but you will not get glory. So you don't plant your seed. Because it will not be Onan, but it will be his brother's His brother will get the honor, but not him. And because of that, he will spill it. I won't preach it. I won't go. Visitations you never visit. Ministrations you never ministered at. Crusades you never ministered at. Your testimony that you never gave at a breakfast meeting. Or maybe you gave it to just your friend or your wife or your husband. You spilled it to the side. But you didn't spill it at the breakfast meeting. I said you spilled it to the side. But not to the main place where it will have the real effect. You spilled it to the side. You took it out and spilled it to the side. Where the seed of Christ who will save the whole world, you wouldn't do it. You spilled it to the side. Keep watching. Don't be surprised if the Lord will slay you. Bible said that thing which he did displeased the Lord. The Lord was not happy at all. 
May I not die with any book that I didn't write that I was supposed to write? Yeah. I remember the day the Lord said to me, write. I said, me, nobody will buy my book. I could have died with that seed. Maybe told the stories to a few people, spilled it to the side, but the real place, I should spill it. You sit there, keep watching this church. The things that God has placed in you. And the seed, you see, because sperm, eh, is you don't know how it's created. It is in you. You have it. Every, if a man, even a woman, every man ever has a seed. And you're supposed to spill it in the right place. So, if you are here today, God has called you, and you are keeping on having a thousand excuses which don't apply when you have to go and get a visa for America. The sickness will go instantly. The fever will disappear tomorrow. The pain in your leg will disappear. Your marital problems will vanish. Your child issue will evaporate. If you get a good enough job, all those questions and things you are bringing up will evaporate so quickly we wonder why. One day somebody was going to have a child in America. Because when you, have your, when you give birth in America, your child will have American, uh, you know, your friend is saying, passport, American passport. So they were going to give. And the same people earlier on said, oh, when they were going to give birth, uh, this person, the husband wasn't there, and uh, because the church had sent the husband somewhere, and this and that, and so my husband was not there when I was going to give birth and so on. But when the time came to go and give birth in America, I said, America. <laughs> to give birth in America where you will have American passport for your child. Whether my husband is there, ooh. My husband is not there, ooh. It doesn't make any difference at all. Once I'm going to America, all those reasons I was bringing up earlier have evaporated. Because now a good reason has come. Keep on giving excuses. It's God who knows. Look, God knows our hearts. That's why anybody who feels sure of himself, I think you don't know whom you are dealing with. If you feel sure of yourself. Because me, I don't feel sure of myself. I don't think you know what you are dealing with. You are dealing with God. There is no hidden part of your heart. God does not see. There is no hidden thought. There is no hidden motive. There is no hidden action. There is nothing that is hid from him. He sees that we are so plain. We are, we are so easy to diagnose before God. He, he sees everything. I mean, we can give. When, whenever somebody asks, Jesus says something, you are there with justify yourselves before men. You, you justify yourself before men. It's time for us to stop justifying ourselves. Oh. If every one of us here was to have five people or ten people who are our sheep and to whom we spill our seeds to on a regular basis, the fruit that God desires will surely come to pass. Another example and the last example is that many people God has given money to but instead of spilling it into the church to help the work of God to the side. Spill it. Remove it and spill it to the side. 
<laughs> you don't understand this one too. You have spilled it into your former school. You have spilled it into your building project. You have spilled it into any other thing apart from the place that can bear fruit for God. Tamar's womb was destined to bring forth the Messiah. But people were playing around with their seeds. You, you didn't get my message. I said Tamar's womb was destined to bring forth the line of the Savior. But somebody was playing with the seed. Maybe there is a seed destined for somewhere. Maybe Asamankese. Maybe Begro. Maybe some town. And God has placed the seed that he is going to use to change that whole town in you. But you are playing around with it. Oh yeah, owner. Aside. Next one, come forward. Because I've placed in you a seed, you won't do it. And Judah, he forgot. Or he didn't want to give his son. Because two sons have slept with this one, they have died. Nobody else will sleep with him. In the he himself had to do the job and brought forth twins. Perez and what? Huh? Zara. Perez and Zara. You can call your children Perez and Zara. If you are short of names, Perez and Zara. Careful now with your dollars. With your dollars. That God put in your hand. Careful now with your pounds that God put in your hand. Careful now with your euros that God put in your hand. Careful now with your millions that God put in your hand. Many of that, much of that thing is a seed. And you will not spill it into the right place. You want to remove it and spill it to the side. Side spillage. You want to spill it on your party. Your 30th birthday party, your 40th birthday, your 50th birthday party. You want to spill it there, but you don't want to spill it into the church. And when it's offering time, you don't put any seed there. You just put some, right, let me get some stones and put it in there. But you remove it and spill it to the side. It's a very, very easy message tonight. Careful. When you see the Lord filling your boots, remember some of it is a seed. When you see the Lord filling your mind, filling your heart, when you see yourself reading a book, John Calvin, you know what he said? John Calvin, do you know Calvin, one of the reformers? He said, I, I ate little, I slept little, and I devoured books. Because he was going to be a reformer and he was going to spill some seeds. I ate little. I slept little and I devoured books. Devourer of books. The books you have are seed. God is preparing the seeds in your spiritual testicles. I think I finished preaching. Yeah. Maybe you have a seed for a country. A whole country is waiting for you. Pastor Kingsley Jesse, he went to South Africa many years ago he had a seed for that country and he planted the seed he didn't keep quiet and say i'm a student today we have fruits there 
that are spreading. Don't hold back your seed. It will displease the Lord terribly. Those of you who are holding back your talents, holding back your gifts. Onan in the underground church. You are an Onan. Many are Onans in the church. You see them as though they are barren, but you are not barren. You just don't want to do what you have to do. Wake up and spill your seeds. Don't lie there like a wawa board. Wake up. You are lazy. God will bless you. Stand to your feet. All right. You don't have to clap. I mean, I've finished preaching. I don't need clapping to assure me that I've preached a good message. The one who is marking my preaching is there. I'm hoping that when I see him, he will smile. And he will say, well done. That's all I'm hoping for. I hope to get a smile from my Jesus, my Savior. Lord, there is none like you. Lift your hand and say amen. My Jesus, my Savior. ago I was blessed to be in, in a part of a great group called Calvary Road Calvary Road Singers or Calvary Road Incorporated CRI seeds were planted in us many of us who were in that group are pastors today Reverend Markway who is a pastor of Living Streams uh, Reverend uh, Bonke what is his real name he's a pastor he has a church. I am a pastor. I have a church. Emmanuel Ansan of Soul Clinic. Fitzgerald Dunk of Harvest Chapel. We are Calvary Road recruits. Young people who were in the group. Things were, hold on brother, hold on. Things were being planted in us. And we were building up in us. And it was expected of us that one day we wouldn't go and spill the seed somewhere. But we we'll come and spill the seed in Accra. And spill the seed. Kofi Ampedu, the pastor who has composed all those songs, Greater Love Has No Man. Now think about it. Think about a song like that. Greater love has no man than this love. Is it natural? You can't easily compose it. Take up your cross, follow me, deny yourself. Somebody, one person. Souls have parted to eternity. Souls are parting as we live today. Souls will part as the days go by. How many really will die in Christ? How many really will live again? All this was in Himo. Jesus, the lover of my soul, you need Him too. So, friends, don't think you are alone. For Jesus, He died for you too. And he calls all who labor and are heavy laden. Ooh, why not call on Jesus right now? Jesus, the lover of my soul. 
lover of my soul, Jesus the Savior of my life. He, it was in him. He, if he lied, he should keep quiet and go to heaven without spilling the seed and come. If he, if he lies, he should come to heaven. If he lies, he should We shall be in the new Jerusalem. Same person. He composed all these songs himself. The seed was, God bless him. Today he's a pastor of a church. If you like, die. If you are a man, die. If you are bold, die. Die with your seeds. Continue receiving the praises of men who don't know the true nature of the ruler that will be used to assess you and judge you in heaven. Continue to get the praises of men and think you are okay by the standards of men. You continue. When the day comes, you will see. Continue to be Onan in the church. A man with seed. For years you are in the church receiving and receiving, giving nothing. Onan. When it's time to give, even where you give, you pour it on the ground, on the ground. And God will bless you, give you money, bless you, take you abroad, establish you in places, fill your pocket and your bank account with seeds and dollars and euros. And when it's time to plant it, you just, instead of putting it in the, in the house of God, where it will bring fruit unto Christ, you take it out and take that thing to the side and spill it on the side. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the thing which he did displeased the Lord. There, there will be no need for you to clap. Claps must come from him. Smiles must come from him. Praises and honor must come from him. All these clappings and praises are deceptive. We are being deceived by one another. Ye are they which justify yourself. May we not justify ourselves. For he alone knows our heart and our lives. Look, listen carefully. Lighthouse, I wrote a book, Mega Church. Lay people, loyalty, church planting. Take up your cross. Transform your pastoral ministry. Anakazo, prayer strategies. 100% answered prayer. Bearing fruit after your own kind. Uh, ministerial ethics, church administration. Alos, art of hearing. Uh, uh, name it, claim it, and take it. My father, my father. Hmm. Proton. And I wrote it and I gave it to you. And still, you were just. Onan. Onan. Turn to someone say, Onan. Onan. Are, are you Onan? Many seed never will, and when it's time to spill, you spill it to the side. That's a, it's like when God gives you energy, you spend the energy on something else, but not on the church. Energy will be expended, but not in the church. Time will be used, but not time in the church. Your health that God has given you, you will not use your strength. till so you are old, and you can't do anything, you can't take it. It's a, it's a blessing to be in the, in the house of the Lord. Glory be to God in the highest. If there is anything that I can do to help the Lord. Now that your back has become stiff, you cannot bend, you cannot move. If there is anything that you can do in the house of the Lord, you now want something to do in the house. When you had the strength, you spilled it and gave it to politics. You gave it to MPP, NDC. You gave it to every other activity. And now that you are older and stiff, if there is anything that I can do in the house of the Lord, May the Lord give me grace. 
to be of use to his household in my last days on this earth. Glory be to God in the highest. May God give grace to you. When I see you young ones ministering, I am encouraged. If we had known what you know in our days, it would have been good. Yes. Yes. If you had known. You are here. You know now. You are young. You know now. This is the time to give your strength. Give your time. Give your best days. Even the banks, when you go and you say, I'm 48 years old, I'm applying to be computer, computer, international technologies, or IT, whatever it is, information, whatever. They'll say 48, 48. What is the use of 48? Come on, clear from there. We want somebody who is 25. We want somebody who is 23. We want somebody with fresh brains, not brains that are being used and recycled. Now it cannot work again. And then now you want to bring them. The Lord has spoken to my heart. Because of that, I have decided to give my, my life to him. Hey, is, Pastor, is there anything that I can? There is nothing you can do. There's nothing. You see, at this stage, there's nothing. What can we do? We rather have to open the door for you and close the door for you and get a chair for you. We rather have to give you injections to keep you alive and help you to stand. It's now that you are coming to see if there is something you can do. When you were fresh, when you were nice, you went smiling to the bank. <laughs> and the bank took you and said, Ah, we need fresh, smiling young. Meanwhile, they are retiring all the old, old workers so that they can get, and they are paying them off. It's more important to pay them to go so that they get fresh people with energy. When you were fresh and you were energy, you took your thing out and pull it to the side and you said, outside, not in the church, not in the church. I will pour my energy, but I won't pour it into the church. I'll pour it to the side of the church. The church is here. The other places are there. Tell me that my message is not a good message. You don't have to clap for me. Oh, man. A human being should clap for me and say, well done. Come on. Listen carefully. You can't understand the message. You must be in less than class two. Anybody above class three will understand my message. I'm blessed. I preach a good message. Oh, computer. Click, 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 I can do. But the church, that's not the church. What the church? No, 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 no. Ah, I'm going to work for Monkeys and Chimpanzees Company International. Monkeys and Chimpanzees International Company. We deal in this, 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 that, that. And we sell monkeys and we sell chimpanzees. Click, 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 I'm so happy to work for monkeys. I would rather remove my thing and put it into monkeys and chimpanzees. For the church and the priest. And some of us, we have children. You wouldn't give your child to come and work in the church. In this church, if your child is coming here, you wouldn't send your child. You know, recently we noticed that it, the, a lot of, we have not a lot, but we have some mental patients in the Bible school. And, and the parents don't want to come for them. <laughs> Yeah. 
a good preaching. And it's like the normal child. They don't send that child to the school. <laughs> huh? The normal child has to go to Legon or the normal child should go to America. And the mentally ill one, we bring that one to the church. We have had people who want to bring the mentally abnormal person to the church. The Bible school. And the eyes says, when you call them, say, no, let him be there. He will get well in the school. <laughs> Pastor Johnny, people don't respect you. Tamar was to be the vessel to receive the seed that will bring forth Christ. But didn't respect her. Just useless girl. That everybody who sleep with dies. Brought a mad person. The normal child you send him to America, you send him to England, you send him to Legon. The one with the mentor, you bring him to Bible school. May God have mercy. You. It's, it's marvelous. Anyway, tell somebody if you are Onan, you better Onan because the thing is very strong today. One day, one day I saw a certain lay person. I said, when you go to work today, tell your manager at your bank or wherever you are working, tell him that you will come only on Tuesdays in the evenings and then Sunday afternoon. Tell him and see whether you are still accepted. Never. He wants the best time. Monday morning, 9, 8. Tuesday morning, 8 to 7. Wednesday, 8 to 7. And as for the church, it can do with evening. Eating now, you talk to people to become, to work for God full time. They'll be lifting up their... Their, their flat nose, they'll be lifting up and I look down on you. Your mouth. I've not mentioned your name, so don't, don't get annoyed. As the person that he didn't mention your name, what is your problem? I'm preaching. I'm, I'm not afraid of anybody here. I've lifted up your nose. Oh, yes, see, oh, spill near on the right side. Give your best and pour it to the right place. If I die now, I've given my best life to Jesus from secondary school up to now. I've given it fully. I don't know what else to do. All my life, from the time I was lucid to decide, I decided for Christ. Do you understand what I say lucid? When a person is mad, eh, if for instance a madman writes a will, he says, all oh, my house should be given to this, this, this. If he's mad, it's not accepted. But there are moments of lucidity where he's clear. When he's lucid and he's now clear, he can see things clearly, and he writes his will, then it's okay. That's when it's things. And I'm saying from the time that I became lucid to understand the issues that were at stake and able to take a decision, I decided for Christ. Yeah. From the time it was easy, clear to see, I decided. And you decided for what? Keep deciding. Decide for him and you'll be blessed. Lift your hands to him. Father, thank you so much for your word.
what a blessing we have to serve you, to live for you. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.